1: What up everybody welcome to another episode of the corner podcast Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale It is a wrestling week here in Vegas A.W.W. double or nothing coming to town this weekend But today is all about boxing We have to recap Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko That happened over the weekend Dre was right next to me. We both seen it. Yep. We've seen the fight. We we're going to give our opinions. People calling it a robbery. We're going to break down that entire fight. Good fight card as well. Under that, we'll talk the entire environment over this past weekend in boxing. But right before we started recording this show, breaking news broke for most of the people in the world. Uh, breaking news broke. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. Finally, finally signed the deal. Errol Spence went into camp yesterday morning. People now know why. July 29th, Las Vegas T-Mobile Arena, Spence versus Crawford. Undisputed fight at 147 pounds. Gotta love undisputed champions. We just saw Undisputed Fight last weekend. It's two of them. Two, yes. We got to talk Katie Taylor. Yep. I mean there was three undisputed champions, if you yeah. want to get technical, in that in that one weekend. And then now we have another one signed for this upcoming July, man, we are – no one can say boxing is dead. How about that? Let's start there. Yeah, no, not
2: at all. I mean, look, so we had Tanking and Ryan, Chantel Cameron, Katie Taylor just happened, Clarissa uh, Shields fights next week. This weekend we had Devin Haney and Lomachenko.
1: Then we'll get a few weeks off, yep. kind of. We had right? Plant Benavidez before then.
2: Yeah, we had Plant Benavidez. We had a Canelo fight in Guadalajara. Um, we might get Canelo in – David Benavidez in September. That'd be amazing. You got Jake Paul and Nate Diaz for all of you YouTubers out there and the social media influencers. It counts. It counts. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, and now we have Errol Spence and Terrence
1: Crawford. They didn't want to be left out. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. They were like, hey, man, everybody's fighting but us. Everybody making money. You saw Jake and Tommy go, that was this year. Yeah. They went to Saudi, got the bag. Everybody out here making money. You you look and the whole pay-per-view is, is dying. There's so many... You know, people streaming it. There's so much of this going on. We can't sell pay-per-views. Ryan and Tank are like, really? Because we're going to do a mil plus and cash out. And they're like, wait. If I just give fights that people want, we can probably get the money we
2: need. This is a huge fight. So the first question, is it the the biggest fight of the year?
1: No. And the year's not over yet. It's not? No. And, And in terms of... In terms of success and buzz and build or, in, like, on paper? Pay-per-view buys gate. No. Is it going to be the biggest fight of the year? No, Ryan
2: Ryan and Take have that lot. I agree. I've seen people say, well, this would be the biggest. It's the most anticipated fight of the year. Yes. But, but I was it. I was just doing before I was late coming here because as the news broke, I had to write these three burning questions, and one of the questions is, is it bigger? And I said, it's tricky. Most anticipated, yes. Sure. Will it be taught? It all depends on the marketing heading into the fight and how big this fight does pay-per-view-wise. But it's very much like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. It's a big fight. Yep. But neither Spence nor Crawford have over a million Instagram followers. Neither of them have over half a million Twitter followers. Whereas Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis were crushing on social media numbers. Oh, insane. And they tapped into the younger demographic. Crawford's 35, Spence's 33. They're not very active on social media. This is a fighter's fight. This is a fight fan's... Dream A little more transcendent than that. Yeah, I mean, but it, it will reach out to other people. Like, they, they will definitely, I mean, I'm sure, because Nelly's fucking talking about Haney and Lomachango, I'm sure he'll watch this fight. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be, like, last-minute buys. There'll be fight parties. But I don't know if it's going to be the be the fifth-largest gate that Ryan, like, Ryan and Tank was nuts. Yep. And 1.2 million, this is funny, because I did uh, the Zone Boxing show right before the fight with Ock and Barack. And me and Ock had a disagreement. Cause Alec was like, "How many pay per views do you think it does?" I think I, I said it probably could do a million. And he was like, "Nah, nah, nah, half a million streaming." Blah blah blah. I was like, "I don't think you understand because a lot of people are going to impulse buy this fight." Yep. They're going to be sitting at home. They're going to see like all this buzz of social media, and they're going to go, "I ain't got shit else to do because there's nothing happening that night." There was like first round playoff games, mm-hmm. so you're going to buy the fight. He's, like, "Nah, nah, nah." People are going to stream it. No, what you don't understand is older people. Like, even the 30-plus crowd, like some 30-plus-year-old stream, but for the most part, if you're sitting at home and you have a
1: little bit of money to spend, you're going to buy the fight. Yeah, because the streams are so inconsistent. Yeah, you don't want to miss a minute of this no, fight. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to piss you off, and you'll be like, I need to buy Even if you have a stream up, it'll crash, crash, and be like, nah, I got to buy it. So many people run into that. The kids are the difference, because the kids can stream. There's other ways to stream. Yeah. and uh, But I don't know a 30-year-old with a Twitch account right or uh, on TikTok to do TikTok live where shit doesn't get taken down yet and old people cuz old people don't know about it. so you you look at that and even those kids who are stealing it technically quote unquote you're building a whole new fan base yes. so it's like you're getting the benefits of people stealing stuff you don't get benefits from old people stealing shit cuz who are they going to influence but when kids do it now you're like okay now Oh, you just want eyes from that generation. Yep. You want money from old people, eyes from young people. Yeah. So, and it's it's going to be big, but I'm not going to discount how big it could be. No, it could be off big. of momentum. Right. One thing Ryan and Tank didn't have was momentum in terms of the boxing world. They kind of created this buzz for a second, and I underestimated how big that momentum was until. Haney and Loma, which we would talk about. But everyone was watching this fight. And it was on at the same time, or right after a Lakers game. Yeah. It was there was a lot of shit you could be doing. It's more in the middle of summer. It was like, okay, like everyone was watching. The house was packed. Yeah. There's so many things. The momentum Tank and Ryan have given boxing has been huge. And we're like in a, a giant, like, not a relay race, but we're, we're like, in, in track. Yeah. You know, like, they were just handing the baton off. And Spence and Crawford should be the next fight to take that baton and be like, all right, cool, we're, we're taking it. And everyone has built. Uh, you know, Devin Haney will talk about the push and everything. That fight did way better than I know, and I don't even know internal numbers yet. Yeah. yeah. But it, it did way better than I ever thought it would, but that's because of Ryan and Tank. And there was like, I forgot the young streaming kid from New York. He's like top streamer in the world or something. He streamed the whole. I you, we don't know his yeah. name. I'll, I'll figure it out here in a second. But he streamed. He didn't stream the fight, but his just his reaction while watching the fight. And he is top three streamer in the world. Was watching Haney and Loma. Watched the entire fight on his stream. His comment section going crazy. And then after shocked by the reaction, everyone's like, it's he was robbed, he was this. That means everyone in his comment section had it on in a different screen watching it somehow. Yep. And his influence is huge just by him watching this shit. And he's a he's a boxing fan, he's a soccer fan. So like but people like that bringing eyes are huge to the sport. Now can Haney's young still. Yeah. There's like intrigue there. Haney's twenty-four. That that four princes, five princes group. Even T.O., like they they kind of attach to these young kids. Well, the young kids watch these old guys. See, that's the, that's the problem. I'm not don't, in their bracket.
2: I don't know. Like, you, obviously, will think they'll get a, a nice little push heading into fight week, the weeks prior. Hopefully, the press conference is full of trash talk. But we they're not great with press. Like they're not great at a multiple at a multitude of things. Whereas Ryan has always been good with press. Javante's been hit hit or miss, but he was great heading in the build to this fight. There was genuine animosity, and there was a lot going on that pushed this over the one million mark. Yep. I don't know if Crawford Spence hits a million. It could, but I feel like we're in that 800,000, maybe a million range, maybe close to Canelo, Triple G numbers, which it could get to over a million. I don't know, but nevertheless, I'm just happy this is fucking happening. The other question was, some people was like, is this fight happening too late? And My answer was, absolutely not. <laughs> No. If you waited for Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, you were going to wait for this. The difference with that is Manny Pacquiao got knocked the fuck out. He lost. And that fight was still massive. These two are still at the top of their game. Arrow last fall in April beating your Dennis Ugas by stoppage. Terrence Crawford beat the brakes off of David Avenisian. I'm be okay. Yeah. Bruh. It doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> but Suge Knight documentaries. I don't know what that network is. But... They have a ton of momentum going, heading into each other. They haven't lost, lost a step. Terrence is beaten the shit out of the last 10 people he fought. Yep. Stopped them all. Stopped every single person at welterweight. Errol Spence, I can't remember a judge that's seen a scorecard. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think he's had a single judge see a scorecard
1: in his opponent's favor. Neither of them. No, he's, he's had close fights. Close? The Sean Porter fight. Actually, was that a split? No, he dropped Sean. And got oh, yeah. all the cards. Yeah,
2: and that, but that was a close fight. Yes. But other than that, these two are like the most dominant fighters. They're, I, th- I know in your guys' pound-for-pound pound list at ESPN, Crawford's one, Spence's four? I think he moved up to three. Is it? Yeah. Okay. and other. I mean, they're both top five.
1: Yeah. They're both in a way, top it's fighters. like in between them.
2: Yeah, they're both top five pound-for-pound pound fighters. The winner, probably the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. Stakes are high. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he is. <laughs> like, no, it has to be. Ne- nobody, Usyk, Inouye, Canelo, you go down the list. None of them are fighting a guy that's a top five t- pound for pound opponent.
1: The top three, if you consider those three guys, your top three. I think Usyk belongs in there. But, yes, absolutely. Um, Number one on my. A lot of people have those three as the top three. They fight within four days. It's crazy. In a way, fights Tuesday before them, and their fight is on Saturday. You fight- <laughs> that's nuts. No, yeah, insane. That's- pound for pound list r- r- rankings after that. Just, it'll be all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. So that
2: that is a big deal. Then now the, the interesting part of the fight is the rematch clause. Yes, both. So, both bilateral, and it looks like it'll happen at junior
1: middleweight? No. Or is that the third fight? No, so it'll happen at 147 again. Before if, the end of the year. Before the end of the year. The third fight, if they both split, can happen anywhere. The arrow ain't going to want that shit at 47. If he loses, he's not going to want it at 47. But— well, then that, that means Bud wins first. Yeah, Arrow wins second, and Arrow forces fifty-four. I don't know. I don't. I just
2: know. I can't imagine. Maybe this happens because I just can't imagine him sticking around at forty-seven
1: for another year. It's tough. Arrow's big. Yeah, but also in the wording, Terence has a two-fight clause with PBC. A trilogy would force him to fight to sign another two fights, which means he's betting on himself and to get the undisputed championship fight at 54. Yep. Theoretically. It's it's a long time in a year. Yeah. I yes. think Tim Zhu might be champion. He might that. be. But theoretically, that's how it, it plays out, and there's a rematch clause for Charlo, so that'll be in due course. But when you look at how that plays out, it's just like, you know what, being at 47 for that time and letting it play out might be smarter than going up to 54. Because if you split, why would you split and then vacate the titles and then right. possibly lose? Right. Then you have no leverage to then force. Can't do anything. You can't force anything. <laughs> so the third point kind of has to be at 47, yeah. which you touched on it, doesn't favor Spence at all. Mm-mm. In fact, the longer Spence stays at 47, the more it kind of favors the older fighter in Crawford because his body can handle it. He's naturally smaller. Yeah, usually, the longer it goes on, like with Canelo and Triple G. Yes. like yo, the longer he could push this, the better advantage Canelo is going to have because Triple G's getting older. Terence is going to get older, but it's at a weight where er- Errol's getting bigger. Yeah, and hopefully, these the quick turnaround. When I see it, it's like okay, the rematch has to be before. The end of the year, which, okay, are you gonna do December after they're talking about like the Saudi bag? Probably, probably November. And so it'd be like November, kind of like when they were supposed to fight last year, yeah. which is a fairly quick turnaround it is. for this. And I looked, and I was like, you know, that's pretty, that's like three months, four months. And I was like, Arrow's ass don't wanna stay at this way too no, long. Why are you trying to get it done? And I was like, yo, I'm winning both of these motherfuckers. Yep. And I'm doing it in the span of four months and I'm out. And Charlo Timzoo figures some shit out. And if Tim Zoo beats Charlotte like I think, then that's the chef's kiss of storytelling. Errol going up, forcing the undisputed fight, and defend, you know, avenging his boy.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, there's a lot. This is this this news is. I mean, boxing fans rejoice. We've complained about a lot of bullshit fights for a long time. Meanwhile, Tyson Fury's out here picking on people that nobody knows who they are. Um, the man just wants to fight. Yeah, like at
1: this point, he, he just wants to stay just, active. He yeah, wants a low bag. Just fight Usyk. Stop it. Not that he got to wait until December. He doesn't want to wait until December. Fight this kid in Australia. No sure, whatever. One, no one knows who he is. Collect your little 30, 40 mil from the Australian government and be ready for December.
2: Yeah, well, that's what's got to happen. But this fight is, I mean, this is a, this is what we call a 50-50 fight. This is a fight where neither opponent has lost. Neither opponent has shown very much in terms of weakness. Terrence hardly loses rounds. Spence is a dog. I don't know who to favor in this fight. I Like, I've been sitting on this. <laughs> Some days I go, bud, because he's just a nasty motherfucker. Like, he's just, I'm just nasty. And he just beats the shit out of people. But then you have Spence, who's
1: got a high IQ and a pedigree. I don't know, man. This is a 50-50 fight. I did a CBS radio spot before we got in here. And they're like, all right, but if you're a sports book, I try to play the same 50-50. They're like, but you're, if you're a sports book, who would you favor? And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't just be like, yeah, like, one minus 120, yeah, minus 120. I don't, I don't like, know. I wasn't trying to do that. So I was just like, you got to favor Errol Spence. Been at the weight longer. He has three belts. He should be the betting favorite heading into this. He probably, he arguably
2: has faced the better opposition at 47. Yes. Even though the Terrence knocked out Sean Porter, who else has Terrence fought at 47? Meanwhile, Spence has collected belts. I mean, the Manny Pacquiao one would have definitely helped. But- oh, it would have been huge. This fight would have never happened. No. Cause you couldn't negotiate. No, you'd have been fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like you would have just asked for everything. But he beats Ugas, Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, Kell Brook. Uh, I mean, you go down the list of people that he's kind of beaten up in this division. Yeah, he's he's probably like a minus one fifteen
1: favorite. If there's a favorite at all, this yeah. is a this is a you awesome. give him a nice little favorite. Let let the better swing the line one way yeah. or the other. But you gotta he has to lead as the favorite here. And I don't again, I don't mind that. I think. And I told him, I was like, it's tough though, because Terrence Crawford, the difference between the two is Terrence Crawford never had a close fight. No. He never had a challenging fight. In his career. Well, he
2: had one and I saw it. Which one? Bradys Prescott. That was boring. It was boring as hell. It he wasn't close. Yeah, it was a little close. But I'm just saying, that was like, and I was like, you know how long ago that was? Where were we? It was at the you, Hard Rock, when the Hard Rock was still shit, open. Shit, I thought that was the one that was at uh, UNLV. Thomas no, Mac. it was at the Hard Rock. And, you know, nobody really knew who Terrence Crawford was at that time. I believe it's the same night that Amir Khan got knocked out. Because I remember I was watching something else, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And this, you know, Terrence Crawford, I was like, hmm, what, this is a boring-ass fight. Like, I saw an old tweet of mine that was like, this is really boring. Yeah. And he's never fought boring since then. He's just beat the shit out of people. But, yeah, they, Terrence doesn't have a bad fight. He doesn't have a boring fight. He he's Again, he stopped his last 10 opponents, which is fucking impressive in defense his WBO title. I, 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 dog, I don't know. Undisputed champion before at 140. Yeah, I mean, he's three-division champion. He was a champion of lightweight as well. But you know the big question? How's the urban loitering going to be that weekend? It's two black fighters. They're coming out for Errol Spence. It's yo. It's two black fighters. This this is the other thing. Say what you want. Ryan Garcia and Tank had a cultural dynamic. Cool. Mm. This is the
1: Freaknik of boxing. It is. This is the blackest fight you're ever going to see. Texas and Nebraska. That's the problem. It's not just two black fighters, <laughs> right? Because we're not talking like a fighter, yeah. a black fighter from Florida. And a black fighter from New York, right? No. Like we see two black fighters fight each other all the time. This ain't that. This is two real deal. I'm gonna call them both country. Yeah, country. Nebraska. I don't give a fuck. Terrence, we went in Nebraska country. He and he's he seen brings, Terrence's mama. He brings all of Nebraska with him. He gonna bring all of Nebraska. all in Nebraska. And then you bring in all of Texas.
2: Yeah, it's gonna look like an episode of
1: Banging in Little Rock. Remember oh, that show on my HBO? God. <laughs> yeah, y'all run for cover that night. Oh my god, where you talking about the clubs? The hell with drink. We might have a international players ball. Yeah, we might. Yeah,
2: yeah. They, it's the
1: summer too. It's, it's gonna be July. They are gonna be in Gators Yeah. Somebody gonna have a mink. Got my now and later Gators on. Oh my god, we're gonna see so many singular gold teeth. Yeah. Not 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 grills. The one cat. I'm, top and I'm bro, talking
2: ladies. I'm people watching. Like when I oh. when I tell you this, that we fight in the streets. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we in the streets. I don't know what's gonna be going on,
1: but I'm gonna be in the thick of it. Oh my god! It's you know why? It's gonna be grown folks, ratchet. Yeah, yes. Because like we've been like doing some urban loitering lately. It hasn't been since Floyd. Since we've had grown folks, ratchet. This is thirty. This is, I'm now 35, this is the 35 and up club. Stay yo young ass at home and watch on TV or wherever you guys watch now. Uh, on an app or watch on your laptops or on your console, wherever. You young, under 35, stay at home. This is grown folks business.
2: Yeah, be careful.
1: Oh my God, we're pulling out all the hits. I don't even want young people in the club.
2: At all, you know, and you know, Terrence is gonna come out. You know, like I'm bad. Lo Cool J. Oh
1: my god, it's gonna be so crazy. And Spence always comes out to some real Texas shit. Yeah, yo, I mean, they need to let me do their walkouts. I'm, su- yo, I'm surprised Q hasn't hit you up yet. Top yo, dog it's coming. Hasn't hit you up? Yet. It's coming. It's,
2: it's coming. I'm already like my phone. Shit, like a few people have already hit me. It's like, is it for real? And I was like, yeah. Are oh, we in it? So I'm going to wait. I think some people are just kind of like, mm, yeah. they're waiting for, like, the official press conference thing yeah. to happen. But, yeah, it's for real. But, uh, yeah, already I'm I'm thinking, like, yo, what are these walkouts going to be like? It's going to be crazy. Y'all did let me do y'all walkouts. I'm sick of y'all <laughs> doing these walkouts, and it just it ain't hitting. Granted, I'll give Durante all the coming out to Love Sosa, which you keep. Oh, You didn't need no
1: production no. for that shit. Just, but if Errol Spence don't come out in a just straight candy paint dripping? Yeah, he yeah. He needs to get, like, oh, UGK. Oh, I need st- still tipping. But Mike Jones? Yeah, he needs some, he need, need something, need something like to that. I need somebody to dig in the bag. Yeah. Like, now, Tank set the precedent. You got to dip dip in a bag, shot people. Still tipping. Mike Jones with the phone number. Yep. The, back then, you didn't want me. Now I'm hot, they all on me before the song. When he just dropped that shit in a verse. Go will get slim thug. Oh, my. Oh, Boss Hog? Yeah. In the candy paint? Yeah, just, just do Treat it. Treat this shit like mania.
2: I mean, yeah. Like, a fight like this deserves the biggest entrances. Yep. God, now I got to think about it. Now everybody's going to be hitting me for tickets. Everybody.
1: Yo, you got to hook up on tickets, dog. Three people already text me. Yo, when do tickets go on sale? Not even for hook? When do they go on yo, sale? Yo, people are going to
2: go. They're just going to buy tickets. But I know, like, the celebrity look, it's about to be crazy. Wild. It's about to be absolutely batshit crazy.
1: Lord knows where they're going to put me in terms of media.
2: Oh, God, he has the Showtime PBC fight. Oh, yeah. I
1: don't know. I might be sitting on the building. <laughs> just outside, just on top of that shit. Views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My feet hanging on. Yep. Oh, yeah, the the atmosphere is going to be wild. Can't wait. And Jake Paul's the, the week after, like I is said. Is it the week or two weeks after? One week. God damn. August 5th. So that means it's the same week night as SummerSlam. Yep. Oh no, that's a lot. There's so much. Anyways, the Tuesday before, there's there's just a lot of shit going Ain't on. Is there a UFC like international fight oh, week? is a early a There's a UFC card on the night of Spence.
2: Is that the Justin Gaethje yeah. Poirier fight? Oh, they like Ooh, all right. Now they might be splitting the baby on pay per view buys.
1: No, the crossover there's, again. Yeah, no. There's gonna die hard UFC fans will buy Gaethje and Poirier, it, but you've seen that. That is not. A ten-year waiting type of fight, but if I'm a UFC fan and there's boxing on, there's
2: nothing else on. I'm, I might, might watch that it. fight. But if Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier are fighting for the bullshit BMF title, and I gotta choose, I'm probably gonna watch UFC that night.
1: Yeah, it, it ain't for us. Let's say no, that. Like, no, we, no. not Lake too City. many. Yeah, not too many of us are like diehard UFC fans. Boxing for their their crowd, still. I know plenty of people our age from, like, we talking about, they're like, oh, I don't really, I don't really don't fuck with that UFC shit. They don't yeah. know what's called MMA. I, I really don't fuck with that UFC shit. Yeah. Like, it just, they're still all about the sweet signs. So their demo, locked in. Yeah, no. some of those casual buys back and forth. That, those those extra buys. Yeah, but I, I think, again, the young crowd is leaning more boxing we'll see. now than MMA, thanks to the YouTuber. Again, people talk shit about Jake. KSI, nope. all this. Give them any okay, credit. They are building this young fan base that for 15 years was the trajectory was running out the door to the UFC. Yeah. No, they, they, UFC lost Connor, They lost Ronda. They lost John periodically. And these, the new generation was like, all right, so what do I watch? And the YouTubers said, come here. Because Jake could have went to MMA. Yeah. KSI could have done MMA. They could have, and they your spot sport would have been stuck as an old people sport, which it was. No, now it's, it's the sport of youth. Because now Jake's going to be tweeting about this fight. Oh, Jake tweeted about last weekend's yeah. thing. Every, everybody's going to talk about this fight. Jake Again, Paul, the, the streamer, pro- was randomly watching. Yeah, Jake Paul, the promoter. What's the guy's name? K, 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 or some shit. It's like K, Sanitz or some shit. But, uh,
2: the fact that Jake Paul the promoter is gonna be more significant than Jake Paul the fighter, I don't oh. care. Like everybody keeps talking about him as a boxer. It's like, guys, Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor, doesn't happen without Jake Paul. Nope. Not to that magnitude. Like he's forcing a lot of people's hands. He's gonna be a phenomenal promoter.
1: Like he yeah. They, like his, and he's in his twenties. Yep. There's a generation of five year olds through fifteen that are just in boxing gyms anyway, but see Jake Paul and he's gonna be their De La Hoya. Yeah. It's, so it's, when he's thirty five, forty, he's going to be signing the Canellos, the Ryan Garcias, the There's a clear avenue to what he does and what he brings to a young fighter. Bro, I, I can't wait.
0: But we got other fights to talk about. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: Oh, real quick before we jump and recap everything, one last question what? revolved around this. Who's the biggest loser with this announcement? I know you know. Read my mind. There's one person who's a huge loser because of this. Because of this fight? Yep, there's somewhere crying. Keith Thurman? Keith Thurman. Yeah. What does one t- This is a Oh, you know, what? You, know gonna not three. you know what's going to happen to Keith.
2: You know what's going to happen to Keith. They ain't feeding him boots. Huh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, poor Keith. It's yeah. over. Because, I mean, look. he's fighting. He'll retire. Or he'll wait. Boots hasn't fought. He, like, he needs to be on this undercard. Please. If you're PBC Showtime, if you want to give Boots, Ennis, the opportunity to shine so people go, oh, that's the guy y'all been talking about? Call me in him. He fights in this card. I don't care who he fights. Can. Give him a can. Yeah, I don't give, care. give him whoever you want. But you need to put eyes on, on Boots Ennis right now. So people can be aware, like that guy's next, because nobody's seen him. He's like a myth. Yeah, everybody's heard us talk about him, and people's like, I ain't never seen him fight. But do you get, get eyes on him, he's a problem. Now I don't know, Spencer Crawford might break the bank and leave like boots like twenty dollars to fight. I don't care.
1: You find the money. Yeah, figure it out. That's yeah. that's what's got to happen. But Keith, These guys I know he's thirty five and thirty three. Invest in the young kid. Yeah, Keith is like fuck. If now, he beats what? the brakes out of Keith Thurman and the man you got to pay Keith way too much to take that fight though.
2: Yeah. Well, you got, I mean, you got to look at it as an investment because you're kind of cashing Keith out, yeah. right? Like It's like, hey, Keith, if you can win, great. That means you still got something, so we're paying you for that. But we're really paying you to take this L to give this kid a springboard because he's going to make more than Boots if that fight happens. Yeah. I don't know if they risk it. I don't think they do it as a co- co-main event. It's, that's way too much money tied into the promotion where Boots and Keith could headline a Showtime card and, and sell tickets on their own. But I feel like Boots has to fight on this card. He hasn't, it's been way too long. Yeah, you can't give him, like, a you're Dennis
1: Ugas. Nah, He's you guys, it's got to be
2: Boots. Boots, again, he has to fight. On no, I
1: mean, cover. in terms of his opponent. Yeah, no. It, it, can't th- give him someone that good. Danny's already tied up. Danny would have been a great, like, Yeah, name. but you got to pay Danny too much money. No, Danny's already in a title fight at 155 yeah. for 160 Yeah, whatever.
2: title. I mean, Which yeah. is also, like,
1: that R- month. Utterly ridiculous,
2: but whatever. It's boxing. They got to find somebody. But, yeah, Keith Thurman's the biggest loser because he won that shot to Spence. It's his fault. This, all of this is his fault. Because if <laughs> Keith was champion... Yeah, he could have got it out the way. He said, now nah, we got to wait. Wait for what, Keith? Got to let him marinate. Keith, you went out there, you got beat by Manny Pacquiao, you had the time off.
1: Nobody cares anymore, Keith. You can't wait. Fights don't need to marinate. Don't yeah. ever say that out loud ever again. And that was like a six-round, to six-round fight against Manny, which is a pretty damn good performance. Yeah. Getting dropped in the first round changed everything for
2: him. It changed everything. But the, the bigger issue was, is you never say out loud... I'm not going to fight you because the time, like, you don't say when somebody's hot, you're not going to fight because you need to get bigger. Yeah. Don't ever say that. Just say, oh, we're going to fight eventually. We'll talk about how Devin handled himself after the fight and what Shakur said and what he did. But you can't be the guy who's like, yeah, I'm the champ and everybody wants to see this fight. But nah, I'm
1: going to make you wait two years.
2: (laughs) You can't say that out loud because that sounds stupid. Casual fans like, what the fuck you mean wait for two
1: years? Yeah. Dummy. And that's why people are like, boxing's dead because you're just feeding casuals a bunch of shit like you probably shouldn't. So that, it's very weird. Uh, before we get into the fight here from last weekend, Katie Taylor. Yep. Katie Taylor, Chantel, Cameron, you, you called Chantel winning the moment it was announced.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I the said short these, notice doesn't help either. I said, I made this very clear. and It's even more clear now that you watch the fight. Chantel Cameron is Katie Taylor's Dimitri Bivol. Yeah, I mean, Chantel was pretty damn big. Katie Taylor moved up to challenge Chantel Cameron. Yeah. Who I said was bigger, stronger version of Amanda Serrano. When Canelo went up to fight Dimitri Bivol, he fought a bigger, stronger version of a fighter that he had no business up there fighting. Yep. And now she's going to enact a rematch clause and lose again. (laughs) Yes. That fight, even, what was it, a majority decision? Yes. Yep. If it wasn't in Ireland, it probably is like 7-3. I'm also a scorecard. Oh, at least. Chantel and, Cameron's pressure, you can see it in Katie's face that she didn't like what she was dealing with. Credit to her, she's a hell of a fighter, but she dared to be great, just like Canelo, yep. and fucked around and found out real quick. Weight classes for a reason. And that Chantel is no joke. Again, I give her tons of credit because the Serrano fight falls out, you could have fought anybody, like literally anybody. Yeah. In Ireland, nobody would have cared. You chose to fight Chantel Cameron in Ireland. I am blown away. That Chantel
1: won this fight in Ireland, won a decision. That just shows how dominant she was in the she fight. She was great. And Chantel looked great. Chantel Cameron now has a win over the 147-pound undisputed champion, the 135-pound undisputed champion, and she is a 140-pound undisputed champion. It's wildly impressive. If she fought them in their own weight classes, Theoretically, and just doing boxing math, she would be the first three-division undisputed champion of all time. Pretty frightening. Yes. She and Clarissa Shields are now the only – not even. Clarissa Shields didn't even do it. She's the only person in boxing history to beat two undisputed champions. Yeah. Um, Just because these opportunities, like, just don't come around very often. Um, Clarissa is still the only person, man, woman, otherwise, like whatever you identify as – to win two undisputed titles in two different weight classes.
2: I mean, Clarissa is – there was always this debate, Clarissa or Katie. And I was like, Clarissa, it's not even close to me. Yep. Because not only did what Clarissa has done as a pro, but the amateur career, the goal – like, she never loses. She went out there – she went into enemy territory and beat on Savannah Marshall. Katie Taylor, I, lost, I saw her lose to Delphine Pursuit. You can argue she lost to Amanda Serrano. Now, people will say Katie has better opposition than Clarissa does. My argument is this. It's the Roy Jones argument. They ain't nobody. I made them look like nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Clarissa does. She just dogs everybody. But Clarissa went up against a buzzsaw and now she's on our pound for pound list listed sporting news. She's number three. Chantel's number two. And Clarissa's number one. Yeah. But the gap between one and two is pretty wide. Now, Chantel can start chipping away at that. If she beats Katie again, sure. She could she could fight a man in Serrano. You know, like there's other opportunities for uh Chantel Cameron to make a dent. She but ain't catching it. No,
1: yo, Clarissa's got to retire. Clarissa is about to put this so far out of reach, no one's catching her ever. The problem is Clarissa has nobody to fight. It's not true. Who? Because on the table, she is going to, and I'm telling you exactly how it's going to play out. Women's boxing is a lot easier to map out than men's. It is. Savannah Marshall is going to beat Cruz Desert. I don't know. It's not going to be easy. I ain't going to say she she really going to win. I don't know, man. Because Franchon is good. Yeah. But everything is in place for Savannah, as long as it goes to distance, to win that fight. stuff tough fight. I, I'm not saying in the ring you got to win it. Win. She ain't going to knock her out. But I'm saying she going to win the fight. Yeah. And when you look at it that way, um, it, it's just one of those things where it's like if Savannah has the titles, at a weight division higher than Clarissa, and they have a rematch that's built in anyway. Clarissa's going for a title in her third weight
2: class? Yeah.
1: Three division undisputed? You ain't catching her.
2: Nah, man. It's. I don't know if Savannah's going to beat Franchon. I do know that uh, Clarissa, she's already beat them both. Yes, yes. Like she's beat both of them. Yes. Now they're fighting for undisputed. I talked to Clarissa last week, and she's plans on fighting in MMA this year. Uh, she's like, I got to come back. She was. Like, we were joking. I was like, you gonna train Francis? She was like, Yeah, I'll probably help Francis with. He can help me with some MMA stuff. I was like, He ain't got no ground game. What are you doing? But she'll probably have to watch the, divi- the division shake out. Like she's fighting Hannah Gabriels. Hannah Gabriels is not good. Like she's forty. She's a light heavyweight champion in a division that's very similar to Manya Nunez at featherweight, but she's too good. Yep. It's the bottom line, she's too good. Chantel can fight all these people, and people eventually start saying, oh, she's getting close, but Clarissa's not only the number one pound for pound. She's the greatest women's boxer we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, and you look at it, it's just going to be – it's set up. Again, the summer's crazy. Yeah. So we're just continuing and going and going, and then – now we can talk about the fight last weekend. Yeah. So, Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko. It's kind of like a, a very random, I'm not going to say boring, but it's like a normal fight week. It was and, a boring fight week. Yeah, it was like whatever. EDC's going on. Everybody got the wild outfits. That was the highlighter of we. Everybody got the wild outfits and shit. It's highlighted colors. Yeah. There's a bunch of mesh going on and shit. Girls got lollipops in their hair. It was <laughs> yo, we saw a guy with like a, a highlighter green yeah. fluffy vest, 110 degrees out at the speedway. This man got a fluffy vest. Look looking like a kid's cartoon. But none of them were at the fight. Not a damn person, not one of them. But that was a highlighter of fight week. And we're like, yo, this doesn't have the buzz. And then Devin Haney pushes Vasily Lomachenko at the weigh-ins. Yeah. And shit takes off. Everything is pro wrestling. And Devin Haney knows that shit, and that is how you build a fight. And in turn, we were talking about it. Tank has his gimmick. He's like a mini Tyson. He knocks everybody out. Black people love him. Ryan Garcia, he was the pretty boy. All this shit, he does social media, he models. Got a gimmick. Everybody loves him. Tia Fimo, he's a little rough around the edges, but he does all the young kids' dances and shit, all this stuff. He Knocks people out. Gimmick. Devin Haney ain't have shit. No. He was the dream. He was pretty boy Floyd before. Like, every, Like you're, you're good, but what do you got? He now has a gimmick. He's a villain. Yeah, he had to accept that. It's beautiful. Because yeah. he's like the nicest guy. No track record, no nothing. Tank out here beating up people, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> and all this shit. And people love Tank. Yeah. He's a baby face. I don't understand this. Man gets arrested twice a year. Yeah, he's a he he, baby face. Mike Tyson, like shit. <laughs> he is. People love Tyson. Yeah, And... You look, on the other hand, Devin Haney, clean cut, oh, everything's great. Mild-mannered, all this shit. I wasn't going to sell, bro. The push changed everything.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't like the push, though. I have, a, and I have a reason why I didn't like the push. My issue with the push was, you should have told Loma, because you pushed him so hard you could have hurt him. Could have. And that fucked up everything. Yeah. It fucked up all the money. And it was funny, though, because he does the push, and – So many people in boxing media came up to me the day of the fight and was like, yeah, I was picking Devin, but I'm picking Loma now. I said, all that from a push? Yeah, I think he's in his head. I asked him at the press conference. I was like, you know, the the reason is for the push. He's like, emotions, whatever. You're selling fights, bro. I know what you were doing. But you had everybody changing their pick off of a push. Uh, We'll talk about the results in a minute, but Devin, you know, he's the undisputed villain. Okay. That's the way you got to do it. Because the difference between him, Ryan, Tank, Shakur, not quite Shakur. Shakur's in a weird spot. Is Devin doesn't knock people out. No. Floyd wasn't a big knockout guy too. So you got to find a way to get people to want to see. He's got to realize now they ain't coming to see you win. They're coming to see you lose. Every single person. Except that shit.
1: By the way, shout out to Wrestling Crossover. Swerve, Strickland, in the Thank building. You what up, Swerve? Man. You, you came through at, like, the perfect time. That's, that's kind of how I do. That's, <laughs> I do. that's <laughs>
3: my uh, mantra.
1: Talking about that, Devin Haney's gimmick is a lot, a lot like the way you live your life in the wrestling ring, my man.
3: How so? Because I'm out of the loop when it comes to this. Yeah, so... Especially in the boxing world, I just kind of pick up on things here and there. This is just perfect. Usually I hear from you guys on social media. That's where I kind of find out the news about this stuff. This is
1: perfect, because to just bring you in real quick while we're talking about Devin and the way he acts, because you've had to do this in pro wrestling for a second. I just want to see how it kind of... It's worked with your career, because... For people that don't know, because it's a boxing episode today, Swerve was in NXT, you know, a division of WWE, everything. You were a great wrestler, came from the indies. You had the the tight tights on and all this shit. You were happy. You were smiling. You were in tournaments. Everyone was like, hey, this guy should get a push. Your ass wasn't on TV every week. Mm -hmm. You turned it up. You started being more of yourself. You had the grill in. They saw an edge. Then you had a heel faction. You're at AEW now. You were a big signing for that company. You came in, could have smiled. No. You did your thing for a little while. You went right back heel. People will kind of gravitate towards that. Your career always seems to launch when you do that. Devin Haney just did that in boxing. Yeah. He was great, talented. But the smile, the everything. He had the grills in his shit, but he was like smiling with it. Yeah. He did a push. The way he won, it was technical, but he's like, still, so what? You can't fuck with me? People mm-hmm. thought it was a toss-up. I, I don't want to say he cheated to win because he did not. But he claimed his opponent was going to be a dirty fighter. This motherfucker went into a fight. He was throwing elbows off fight. He was the dirty one. He used every heel tactic in the book, much like your character. But people gravitated towards that. What makes people every time? I swear to God, it's like people yeah. don't know you're going to turn. Every time you turn, turn, people are like, I love this guy. What is it about that?
3: Uh, it's a personality thing. Uh, it's a tra- it's traits. It's these little small traits in between those things. It's not necessarily the broadness of the character or what you're trying to portray. It's those little things in between. That's what makes people like kind of like feel something towards you. Like, especially in like unboxing, um, everybody's technically uh, efficient at what they do. Everybody's good at what they're doing. Cause that's why they be- get on pay-per-views and they do the buy. So everybody's good, but there's something little, those little niche things in between that make certain people certain people stars. Like I smile on, like um, I still do smile and grin and stuff. But now people are looking for the story behind the smile. Now, yep. Why am I smiling? Smiling? Am I enjoying this? Am I not enjoying this? Am I? Do I hate this? Am I really like? There's so many different things that like I smile for when I get beat I guess I smile when I win or if I don't smile when I win or some people so people are like always checking for my face on every little thing I do. when I'm stomping someone through a cinder block or a chair I'm smiling then it goes to you know nothingness so it's like wow there's like no soul behind this a little bit so <laughs> people are always chasing the story between my face not necessarily my action and I'm believing that's what people are doing in um, boxing as well with uh, who you were talking about you know the yeah. grill and everything people are searching for the story and the motive behind why he's smiling and why his antics and why he's doing what he's doing so that makes you even watch him even further rather than just watching a empty vessel who's athletic and technically proficient at what he does doing what he does I think that's like spot on because even is. in the in the post fight yep. him and
1: Shakur going back and forth and their shit talking and it's shit talking but he's smirking Exactly, He's like, yo, you know I'm number one Like that that yep. smirk, which used to be the Hi, I'm a young kid, it's my smile yeah. Like my teeth yeah. are beautiful so, Is now like a little bit of smirk Like you ain't fucking with
3: me where, um, I, I was like tapped into this um, psychology years ago From uh, the Black G's back at CCW mm. Like wait, big throwback Shout out to him uh, Shout out to Nell He um, compared it to Basketball and streetball Like dudes who can just like cross you do some dirty moves to you and then smile at you because you got crossed and there's nothing you can do about it. Cause he just, he, he got you. That's a heel. That's a villain. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's not necessarily breaking the rules, but he's doing it in such a smug way. You, you hate him for it. But at the same time, he's so good. You respect him for it. And that's, kind of like where I bring it in into my wrestling and my career and my personality, I'm like, yo, I'm a dog you and I'm going to laugh at you while I do it. And you can't, and the audience can't say, oh, he sucks. He's like, no, he got him. But yeah. that's, that's the same the exa- time, yeah. That's the exact
1: change we saw this weekend with Haney. Yeah. It went from, I'm smiling because I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be on pay-per-view. Yep. I'm 24, thank you, to
3: I'm smiling because I'm supposed to be here yeah what? he he knows he deserves it he know he he owns it he owns that position now it yep. took that win though it, it took well it, it took a few things because like I've been around devin for a while yeah. right and there's
2: a difference between when somebody gets there and it's like taking a picture and not knowing what to do with your hands that's like devin's career like he's like i, I don't <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck am I supposed to do with my hands but then he realized like oh there's people reacting to certain things that I'm doing so let me let me dive into that a little more. Like he dyed his hair, right? Yep. Got the grill. His everything on Instagram is a photo shoot with him because I don't know who the fuck take, like. He did the he, money for. Him. Yeah. Like he wins <laughs> the fight. Somebody's taking a picture in his. He's in his bed taking a picture
1: in a bowl of cereal. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, big ass bowl of cereal. It had like vanilla wafers in it. It was a weird combination. I was like. Who puts vanilla wafers, like big-ass pieces, in their
3: cereal bowl? and this comically large cereal bowl? And he's in his bed. Bro, that's the diet you have after you have a fight. <laughs> <what> you did. <laughs> Starving yourself and like drinking nothing but water and cauliflower and like, <laughs> vegetables. That's exactly what you eat. Hold no, on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of diets, the fuck you been eating? You Everything. big as a
2: <laughs> Everything. Yeah, it's going to be swole-strickling in a minute. God damn, Shoot. bro. Last
3: time y'all saw me, I was like 195. What you yeah. at now? 217. can't the fuck? Yeah. I, if anybody's no. watching this on video you can see like oh I got a I got a new trainer who kills me like 2 3 two, 3 times a week Damn. back at home and he's a he's a body shaper so whatever like you when we started our program I'm like all right I want to look like DK Metcalf and he's like okay I can get I want to get to that in like 6 months he's like I can get you in there in 3 and I'm like
2: Damn. okay
3: <laughs> and he worked me to death there have been times where like I haven't like been worked to the floor in a while there was one of those times he took me to an, another level one day and I was like on the floor, like literally doing sled pushes in between as, as circuits and it got up to like 745 plates high and still telling me to go. And I'm just, he's playing like these motivational, uh, those YouTube videos with like people in the background telling you like, like the Al Pacino scene from <laughs> Any Given <getting> Sundays talking <laughs> like right here on, on his phone next to my ear, pushing these things. And I'm like, this is death. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I really like took my train to a whole nother level you know me every year I got to take it up another notch yeah. like, okay I did good this year what can I improve on this year and i one of those things was my body and so I took that to the next level the year before it was like like my wrestling and my entertainment my like on-screen persona I had to take that to the next level so this year it was my body and it's only like May and I'm already past my target waiting three months
1: It's wild because, again, we see this throughout all combat sports where I don't want to say people stop like working on their craft or like being a technician. Right. But they they continue that because it's like what they do and they they get in the ring boxing wise, pro wrestling wise, whatever. You still hit your moves. Everything's still there. But it's like as people grow in their career, they just obsessively find new challenges. Like where it's just like to obsess over, not like yo, I just want to do this. But we we see like you'll look up, you will be like yo, this motherfucker changed his whole his oh. whole physique, uh, wrestling wise. Someone posted Walter versus Gunther the other day, yep. and I was like yo, this motherfucker is a whole different person. Well now he's now he's a uh, Gunther, yeah. right? Like before I was like that ain't no goddamn Gunther,
2: no, that's a Walter,
1: whole, whole different person. I don't know who that motherfucker changed. is. We we've seen it in boxing as people go up weights, yeah. Where it's like yo, his whole body changed. because people. People be like, yo, he's big for the division, right? And that, that's cool, but you could look a certain way yes. at one. Tank looked very chubby and weird at 126. He was very baby fat, Tank. Mm, yeah, he was. And then now at 135, now that he settled in, he's like, yo, I devoted my – I went to the gym all the time. He said he stopped drinking a little more. He said yes. he didn't, like, do nothing in between fight camps. He trains in between fight camps. And his body is shaped out completely different than Tank three years ago. And he gained weight.
3: Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's it's a it's a different thing. It's a different mentality you got to take yourself. Like um, they always talk about the path getting up to the top of that hill, and when you get there, it's even harder to stay up there. You got to change your mentality when you get up there. It's almost like um, when you see somebody get a the big contract in the NBA. Yeah. They, yeah, they work their ass off and they perform like crazy to get to that contract. But what happens when they get that hundred mil? They kind of like oh. They Start trailing off, Good. and it's like, oh, uh, that money was wasted. Listen, and I just think, say
1: Jordan Poole if you're talking about Jordan? Poole. I'm gonna say Jordan <laughs> yeah. Poole because he Let's upset just me. Let's talk about him. Let's
3: that's uh, a, that's some Jordan Poole yeah. shit. It goes back for like years, like you go yeah. like the Chandler Parsons and of the you oh, know, oh, this Mac yeah. Biombo's all the you can go back to way before everyone the, the Knicks gave a contract to, every single everybody, <laughs> but um, you can go way back to all that, but like. It's a different. You, you know you you notice those alpha males that take it up a whole nother notch. Those guys like get their third max contract. Like a Steph Curry is on like yeah. first player ever to have a third max contract. That's three two hundred million dollar contracts in one career on one team. Yeah, which is very rare. Never happened before. Nah. So those are the apex predator type people, and like that's what I kind of like want to compare my mindset to. I want to match with those guys, those apex predators. I'm like, okay, I got here. I did a lot of stuff, like, but now I'm like, okay, I gotta stay up here, and then there's still more to climb, yeah. and I want to like take it to the next level after that. And like, I re- when I say like the last time I was here with you guys, I said I was really going to try to change the game, and I think I made the steps in the right direction to to doing that. Yeah. Now it's like okay, now I got to turn it up even more and capitalize off those steps. Yeah. Since we're talking boxing, how important is it
1: to have someone? to show you how in those moments as you do it because with tank even though he's left mayweather and that's cool he attributes a lot of this change to floyd Mm -hmm. where he's at the top floyd was at the top but coming in tank he had peers yeah like he's he's with these group of five young guys he's elevated so far past them now in terms of pay-per-view sales in terms of stardom Maybe in terms of skills, we we talked about the five of them three years ago. I feel like Javante's, maybe like in the middle of the pack of the five. Right. Like Devin Haney's probably better. Ryan's probably equal. And then now you look and be like, fuck is is Javante the best out of all of them? Because he, he that mentality took him ahead of the pack now. Mm-hmm. But he got that from a person like Floyd. Because Floyd had peers when he came in. We knew he was like a blue trip prospect. Yeah. We didn't know he was gonna be. Who he turned out to be? That mindset helped him elevate past
3: everyone. That's good roots. He had good roots at the start. Like you, um, you build a great foundation. You can get multiple people really started and elevated. You know, you get them all working like in um, the same. You got them all like kind of on a. um, It's almost like militant. The militant mindset. Everybody's on the same structure, and they all like. Uh, kind of elevate together, yeah. but once again, it's those. There's very few that kind of rise above all of that, you know. Um, and it's that's where you kind of start developing your own psychology of the of whatever your craft is, whether it be boxing, whether it be like, hey, like it, I, like I said, I kind of compare it all to all forms of media, all, yeah. to, all forms of entertainment. You know, like how many comedians did you hear start up at the same time? But there's like one Chappelle rose up above all of them. One Steve Harvey rose up above all of them. You know, like D.L. Hughley rises up, a Martin Lawrence, a Chris Tucker. All those guys rise up above like everybody else. But they all kind of started together. Um, That's kind of like taking your own psychology mentality. You morph it and make it your own and you make it unique to you and you follow your own path that not a lot of other people can do and that's where you become like a you become a new staple yeah. like that oh i want to follow this career path this is the new right. uh, structure or you know that's a, that's something new that we haven't seen before
1: that's always so intriguing to me because yeah. it's not
3: always who you would
1: pinpoint earlier in the career as the best no cuz no. you can't see that no you, yeah you you can't see who's going to mentally grow and that's what it mentally growing beyond other people yeah. The talent level still like everyone's pretty damn talented at that yeah. level. Yeah, but,
3: like like o o three draft we had Le- LeBron, Melo, and Dwayne Wade. All of them Hall of Famers. Yep. But there's only one LeBron. By far. That created his own path and went like a whole nif- another stratosphere. Three point guards went before Steph. Yep. <laughs> it's just like yo, know, they were all talented. It
1: just yo, what's Johnny Flynn doing these days? Oh Lord, knows.
2: At least yeah, Ricky Rubio's yeah. still in the league. Man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I, he might be competing in the big three. Who knows? Yo,
1: yeah. So that that know. mentality, and then with Devin Haney beating someone, how'd you wait for? how you have it scored? I
2: scored a 115, 113,
1: Lomachenko. Okay. I had it the same. I All thought right. Lomachenko won. I thought he won the 12th, which pretty much gave him that that lead in my mind. None of the judges gave him the 12th round. Lomachenko in the post fight was like, I took off the 12th round. Well, I you, thought yeah. I was winning. Again, he did the same shit against Teofimo Lopez, and he lost. Again, you got to learn. I feel no
2: sympathy for you, even though you you're crying. So, so here's a question, because everybody saw it. It's a robbery.
1: Was this a robbery? No. A, a robbery in boxing is Roly Romero two weeks ago yes. that we went to, and they robbed somebody's abuelo, because the guy was like 65 years old, <laughs> and, and he won, and he should have won and Rolly Romero is now on Instagram shirtless with with his Rolly chain on in the title like I earned this shit like yeah. no sir you were given that one well, and you food this was not a robbery this was a close fight right that depending on what you look for could have went either way rob from BSO said like the best shit I heard all weekend is he said boxing is interesting with judges cuz he's had all these fights too he was like there's an advantage if you're not a huge power puncher going into a fight with the judges because they – it's human nature. They're not coming in to look for you to land a million power punches. It's not what you do. They're going in to score what you do. So when you come into the fight like Habib in the UFC, the judges weren't going and be like, well, he's going to outstrike McGregor. That's what I'm counting on. No, they're going in and be like, well, if he takes him down and fucking holds him down, that's his game. I'm scoring him on his game. Same thing in boxing. He's like, if Haney goes in, they know he's not a power puncher. So they're counting all what you would consider pity pat punches, body blows, little jabs, where he's like, you're not hurting Loma at all. But the judges aren't coming into the fight thinking he's going to hurt Loma. They're just looking for him to land and scoring him on that. If Tank would have fought the same fight against Lomachenko, Tank probably loses because you go into the fight counting on like, Yo, he's going to land big power punches, blows. It Tank completely switched up his game plan, just starts pot-shotting people and shoulder-rolling, you're probably not going to win that on the cards. Yeah. So it's one of those things where he was like, yeah, they they were looking for that. He landed what they were looking for, and he won. And a lot of the people judging and scoring were like, yeah, Devin Haney does what Devin Haney does. He is the winner. He He did exactly what he does in every other fight. And I was like, you know what? I guess – but Lomachenko landed the better power punches, yeah. I snapped Haney's back, head back constantly. He just fought in spurts, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, look, man. A, like,
2: robbery's what we use on social media when we don't like something. It gets amplified. It's like saying the album's classic as soon as the shit drops, right? It's fucking annoying. But <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this fight is close. Multiple swing rounds. Yep. That you could have gone one way or the other. A robbery, robbery is what happened to, to Manny Pacquiao when he fought Tim Bradley. That's a robbery. Yes. A robbery is when we all agree that this fighter dominated X amount of rounds and then the scorecards read the exact opposite. Everybody at the fight had it 115, 113. Just about everybody except for Dave fucking Moretti, yeah, the judge, who he's weird. Like he scored the 10 10 round when Ryan got knocked down
1: against Tank. Yeah. He's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't understand this shit. But people and they sp- petitioned not to have him and the commission said, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But th- this wasn't a robbery. It was a close
2: fight, and people needed to get over it, right? Floyd Mayweather had a close fight with Jose Luis Castillo, and people will say, he got robbed. No, if you watch the fight again, Floyd won. But it was a close fight. And it was closer than anybody anticipated. Now, you didn't get the decision you like. You got to yell robbery on
1: Twitter. There's the, a difference. There's a huge difference. There's, no, there's a difference in what Floyd did. He ran it back. The, there lies the issue. Bill Haney goes... Uh, uh,
2: Devin's dad says, I don't see the need for a rematch because it wasn't close. Now, Bill, you were in the you were in the corner. You didn't see the fight like everybody else saw the fight. I hope when you go home and watch the fight, you go, we might need to run this shit back. Right? Because Vassili- Public opinion is a mofo. Well, Vasily Lomachenko is a three-division champion, former number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world, and you're 24 years old and you barely beat him, which people need to give Devin a lot more credit for that because yeah. there ain't 24-year-olds beating short-shot Hall of Famers no. at all. Teal female. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but if you want, like, you're never gonna silence the naysayers. Even if you beat Lomachenko, somebody's gonna be like he's old, or they're gonna make up some other shit. You're too big, whatever the fuck. But for your own sanity, you need to beat that man again, because the winner, Josh Taylor and Tifima Lopez, they're always gonna be there. Yep. Shakur Stevenson, he's gonna be there. Anybody
1: you're gonna want to fight is gonna be there. Lomachenko's 35. He ain't gonna be there. No, and and. I would argue this decision was the best thing that could happen to both fighters. I don't know about Lomachenko. Lomachenko, I understand you don't leave with the belt or undisputed, but if they would have gave Lomachenko the 115-113 win, it would have just been just another win in boxing. People would have said, okay, it's a fine fight. I'm going home. He's become a bigger star, and he has an overwhelming fan base he didn't have before because people believe he got robbed. People who have never watched boxing are talking about Lomachenko stars, movie stars, basketball players, not named yeah. Dame Lillard. Like, every, oh, yeah. everybody else who doesn't give a fuck about boxing, young kids on YouTube and TikTok, and they're all saying, Loma Beat Haney, Lomachenko, like, they all know his name now. That star power is huge Yeah, because people feel he got robbed, and then vice versa. Devin Haney winning like this, if he would have been boring and just dominated him 10 rounds to 2, it would have been like, ah, oh, another fight. Him winning a controversial decision, getting that gimmick of being a
3: villain now. Now he can lean into it today. Man, this all I hear is just like creating a new star to build a new rematch. Yes, and make another house. This shit's pro wrestling. It's I've seen it time and time again. Everything <laughs> like this shit is pro
1: wrestling. <laughs> it's like, sounds
3: like Cody Rhodes rolling so up Brock Lesnar to me. God. That's what it's I'm hearing. Exactly <laughs> that. I'm like. <laughs> He escaped with a win. Yeah. Now you got to run uh, it back. It's
2: exactly yeah. I'm what like, it is.
3: I'm like, y'all ain't slick. I see this. Nah, this shit was a small The script package. is written. I yeah.
2: love it. But, the, but that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. Like, I say everything is pro wrestling all the fucking time because mm-hmm. it, it is. It is. The marketing aspect of it is like, what is the storyline that we can tell to make people want to spend more of their money to watch something they already saw? Yep. Right? Because like, yeah, Cody Rose beat Brock Lesnar. But were you satisfied with that victory? Mm-hmm. No. Nobody was satisfied with that shit. So now we're going to run it back, and we're going to squeeze more money out of this. If Devin's smart, I don't even want to say if Devin's smart, because I know there's a part of his team that was like, we don't need to fight him again. No. You do. Yep. You do. There's money on the
1: table. There's right money in it. That's, that's the key. That's pro wrestling. If it puts butts in seats, right? Like, is there, is, is, there mo- time, man. is there money to be made? Be like, yo, y'all got beef backstage? We're bringing this shit in the ring, because there's money to be made from it. Yeah. There's money to be made from this fight and car- this ring. It's the
3: carnival acts. Like, hey, we ain't gonna make this a fair game for you to play. (laughs) We gonna keep make. We gonna grease up these little holes so you can't. When you throw the ball, it's gonna slip right out, so you can try and try and try again. Oh, I got close. That's
1: that's 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 the the, key. That's the gambling aspect, right? Mm -hmm. And then now everyone's doubting it, and people remember how the decision went. And if he believes, like his camp should, that he's going to win, then go and run it back and make people hate that you won again. But now you can play up. This new character throughout the whole build, you have real animosity from Loma's side, thinking they got robbed, and you. And before that was missing from this last build. Yeah, it was thing, all friendly and yeah, shit. Yeah.
3: And the thing that like um, really pulls these people in that who aren't familiar with the the rivalry and the story between them two is those uh, the um, little fight packages beforehand. Yep. Because now you have a story to build off of and to put a lot of like more stuff in between to make it. To build it, it's to bring in those non-casuals. Yeah, man, it's, it's the soundbite. Everything it's, mm-hmm. they they put...
1: I'm, listen, I work for ESPN. I don't give a fuck. We put a camera in Lomachenko's locker room after and asked him, so, how hard is this loss on you? And they thought about his child saying, yo, you got to come home with the belt and... Some moth in this yeah. <laughs> and he started crying. He was, How long it been since y'all cleaned this mother? <laughs> he, he was bawling on camera. Like they know what they're doing. They're yeah. gonna run that cry package forever. Devin Haney trolled him today because Bob Aaron was caught on a hot mic. Who has hot mics in 2023? Bob they know Aron. what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Bob Aaron was caught in a hot mic. Say Lomachenko really did win. And then Devin was like, Bob's old ass was sleeping half the fight. He don't know what he's doing. <laughs> a clear heel move. Like, now he's cutting down the boss. And then he yes. posts a picture. Oh, this is how Bob is. And he has Lomachenko crying, like, with his hands on his face and another picture. He's going full heel and leaning into it. To. It's I, The story is writing itself. Yes. Finish the story. Cody Rhodes, yeah. finish the story. Dude, just, just do the promo package. Play Limbiscus my way over the
2: shit.
3: <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's the greatest promo package
1: in
2: the history and of pro wrestling.
3: And them entrances is gonna be fire.
1: Oh my yeah. god! Like everything is there to build off yeah, of. Playing. They gotta stop playing. I mean, you. you there shouldn't have been a. Listen, there, I didn't need a rematch clause. I need all that no, shit in contract before, but it's just good business now to say, you know what? We didn't have any of that shit, but we got to run it back.
2: Yeah. If, if, again, if I'm Devin and I'm 24 and I like. You are the heel now. Now you can't fight scared. Floyd ran it back with Castillo and dominated him in the rematch. Yep.
1: But dominated Maidana in the rematch. Yeah. People like Floyd lost to Mark. Oh yeah. Martin, and what did he do you do? Beat, beat him up. Beat the brakes off now, of Maidana. I'm
2: not saying that Devin's gonna win the rematch because Vasily Lomachenko looked really damn good in this fight. Yeah. Right. He's already right. getting older. There's a lot of money on the on the table. And what did he say? What do I gotta do? What do I have to do? What else do I have to do? Well, you have to beat the man that we just said that you didn't beat. Yep. Like, the people that are screaming robbery, you need to shut them up. Because if you don't, people are going to call you a coward. Now, you can actually take that into another level as a heel, right? Like, you can escape with the victory and never come back. <laughs> like, you can obviously do that. There's an angle for that. that but Like a chicken shit heel move. But yeah, yeah I mean, but, you know, people like chicken shit heel. There's things that work. But I just think with Devin being as young as he is and as good as he is, and the money and everything else, and the opportunity—you beat him if you beat
1: the best amateur boxer who would ever lived twice as a twenty-four-year-old. It cements about you it. as a pay-per-view star, yeah. Because you know the next one is pay-per-view; it's going to do bigger numbers. And right now, you're you're chasing Tank. Everyone's chasing Tank because he does the biggest pay-per-view numbers. He's going to try to outprice you because he's the star. Yeah, yeah, he's you need like, to bring pay-per-view numbers to the table to be like, yo, I at need, need like. 60, 40, 55, 45. The way to do that in your next fight, fighting Shakur is not going to do it. No. Fighting a random at 140 might not even be on pay per view and it's not going to sell like this. If you run it back, you have a legit chance because of this buzz to sell a lot of pay per views, win, and then be like, this is what it is. Like now, now I can sit at the table with anybody. Yeah, I'm undisputed and I've beat the best fighter in got the world. Got all the belts, Twice. I got the pay per view numbers. I sold, he sold out the MGM. That shit was packed. Yeah. On EDC weekend. And I was like, what the fuck? And they showed up early. It was weird, it was man. was not a, a seat open. Devin is from here and he was the
2: heel as soon as he walked in. Oh, into they the booed the fuck out of him. Like, it was so many <laughs> Lomachenko fans. And I was like, man, you know how I feel. Like, black fighters just don't have a country, right? Yeah.
1: Like, we don't have America.
2: They, they also
1: put it on an EDM weekend. I called this shit from the start. It's, like, it's kind of like Eastern European by nature right. with yeah. EDM, and then you put the Lomachenko pay-per-view here. Like, Devin's homecoming. Yeah, but a ton of people that are into that culture are here.
2: The only person who didn't like Lomachenko was my Uber driver. No. <laughs> my Uber <laughs> it, driver was like, <laughs> he picked me up. He had no idea what was going on. Asked, Wait, what's going on this weekend, my friend? I said, uh, boxing. Who's fighting? Lomachenko. Is he Russian? I said no he's Ukrainian He said fuck him I hope he dies I was like oh you're <laughs> Russian I like, said oh shit yeah. That was the only guy That I knew That didn't like Lomachenko yeah. That weekend It was my Uber driver Who was clearly Russian and He was like fuck him Fuck him I was like damn Just get me to my destination <laughs> yeah. bro He hated Lomachenko god But caught other than that
3: in the of a war. He, 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 he didn't know he was He didn't
2: even know He's just like Ukrainian human. He just <laughs> it was blood Yeah blow up my country Fuck him He yeah. was mad It was all Flemish Fuck him Yeah <laughs>
3: Like god damn
1: It's, it's
2: crazy mean, He should have
3: brought a
1: ticket <laughs> Yeah yeah, it's you like, should have been Jesus, here. You would think Loma's country invaded you. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that little ass country. What yeah. you mad at that little ass country for? Man, it's, it's upset. Oh, we yeah. should be recruited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like the the money is in the rematch. Yes. And that, that's the storytelling aspect. That's what promoters get paid to do. Like Swear said, all this shit is a carny business. Pro wrestling, boxing, Tell MMA. All, all this yep. shit, it's a carny business. Like we, People overthink it. Right? like you go back to days of gladiators and and all this like it's all the same it's all promoted the same don't overthink it don't reinvent the wheel the story is there cash in on it
2: well you know the hard part about this right is like a lot of these old white promoters just think may the best man win and they tend to forget like there's so many layers to storytelling and like country pride and why is the great white hype such a big deal like loma Chango's not a, a white American but he had everybody on his side. It's hard for black people to get fans yeah. unless you do some dastardly shit, which is the weirdest thing. You have to go
1: beat up somebody in the street, and then people are like, I like him. Damn, Lomachenko went yeah. to war. He took two years off, a year and a half off, yeah. to go and fight in the war. Took pictures with the fucking like, M16, like it was Call of Duty. White people love that shit.
3: Yeah, there was like patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. Like Like, that taps into a huge market. Well, it's kind of like um we it's tribalism. We know who you stand for. Oh, of course. So therefore you can you know there's like a a bond with the fan base. Yep. You know, it's like like black folks, it's hard for us to find a tribalism type thing. swear. I mean, mean, you know
2: this. More people want to pay to see you lose than to see you win. Of course. That's the beauty of being a heel. Yep. It is part of being black. Like as good as you can be. Being good and just being the baby face?
3: nobody wants that. You got to be hated or you got to be scary to be. That's why I kind of like a, a Kofi Kingston was one of the very rare few things super rare we really got that. It's like yo, we uh, we everybody here is rooting for the black man to win. That to was try. crazy. Everybody was crazy. That was a bizarre.
1: World be- beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if that shit happens in
3: like we got. Well, we kind of got the same with Boston. the the acclaimed as well. Yeah, yeah. We, they, they everybody here is wanting these guys to win. But like, sorry, we're gonna take it from you. I I, I don't know. If
1: that's necessarily a possibility in boxing, what having a black champion reach that level and be like overly like, black American champion, shall I say? Mm, mm-hmm. Because Anthony Joshua, I think, at well, a yeah, point he, he reached that old.
3: like that's why I was yeah. say. people I was wanted
1: old. to see like him, but it was different. No, he has man. a country behind yeah, that, him that, you know, yeah. being black. Like, I've been there. That, Israel Adesanya doesn't have to be mean or scary, but he has a country at the end of the day behind him. He has New Zealand, Australia. He they can always put a fight there
3: in that country right. is behind it's, him. It's literally the the term like waving a flag. Yep, pretty much. So, yeah, we don't have that. No, <laughs> we don't have, we don't that. have a flag. From him. Yeah, yeah. There's like you're not
1: going out with like the black power fist on the flag no, and like getting you. cheered. They, yeah. they will oh. boo you. No, because <laughs> yeah.
3: well, they look at it as radical. Yeah, in a sense.
1: Which is crazy because people can go out free burning it with the you can wear all the confederate, flag. flags. yeah. It oh, is not radical though, right? Like is out of my jurisdiction there, alive? brother.
3: Like,
1: <laughs> Hands off of this <laughs> yeah. one there, brother. But like, yeah, it's 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 the same like logic, right? But like we we don't see that. It's it's an interesting dynamic of what character you have to play as the the black champion. Andre Ward is one of the best fighters of the past two, three decades.
2: Yes.
1: He refused to not be the son of God. Yo, you know what, that nickname don't no, I don't give a fuck. I'm be the son of God. I'm going to be light. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be nice. There's never any animosity or nothing. Undefeated. And guy got into the Hall of Fame, Andre Ward, could walk through this entire casino all that way. Damn, near wearing his Olympic medal. Come back, put his belts on, walk this way, be like, oh, sir, what do you do? Like, he's, it's just not, no, he man. didn't, didn't not reach worse. that level of stardom because they didn't hate him.
2: No, you, they have to hate you, right? Like, yeah, you got to make
1: people care. That's the key. Gotta, you gotta make yeah. people care. They gotta feel something. But for some you. reason yeah. they don't feel happiness for those athletes. No, they don't,
2: nobody gets happy for black people.
1: That's great. Like, yeah. That's, I mean, we live in a that's country. Wild to say,
2: like, I mean, it's true. We live in a country where we're talking about critical race theory when we're just telling the truth. Yeah. Like, like, what kind of shit is that? Like black you people it happen. Like, yeah. I
1: didn't make this shit up. This this happened. Yeah, it was like I can't tell people.
2: You know, Ron DeSantis was like, "Hey, you don't want to learn about the first black woman, black girl that integrated the elementary school school in Ruby Bridges?" Boo! What? What the fuck? How do you? How are you the heel? He's
1: running for president tomorrow. Just, the whole crowd exactly. won't share that shit.
2: Just to exist.
1: <laughs> Just we exist, and people get upset. It happened. Like, you know, like it's 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 wild. Mm-hmm. So I, I Just saying I, Shakur will be close because if you're an Olympian, we've seen like you can kind of be close. But Shakur, he has the smile. He got a real bad edge, though.
3: Yeah, no. Once Once he
1: goes mainstream, motherfuckers realize, like, oh, no. He's well, from the hood in Jersey. It's
3: like the Michael Shay joke. You're like, we just asked him for equal rights. Equal. Equal. Well, That's yeah. it. That's equal. Just equal. <laughs> just, so just equal. The, the Shakur
2: thing is tricky because the further he goes up, the more the them old videos are going to surface. Oh, yeah. like, And they're going to be like, no, he's hood. Yeah. He's like, from he's, fucking
1: Jersey. He's from Brick from, City. Like from Newark. Newark. Like he, mm, And he's still, yeah. he's really still from Newark. But you see the smile, you see the nice hair, all this shit. And you'd be like, oh, look at this QL. He's Olympian. The pedigree's there. And you'd be like, oh, no, wait, this motherfucker really hood. Like, So the more right. famous he gets, that, that's going to show. Yeah. So I, they're going to hate Shakur by the end of it. Oh, yeah. They're, he's going to be Floyd. Like They're, they're going to be like, oh, no, fuck this. I'm going to watch, gonna tune in and watch him lose. He ain't losing. But <laughs> they're going to try that's, to tune in. That's that's the best way to make money. It make is. him pay to see you lose and just don't lose. It is. I'm glad Haney beat him to the villain role first because <laughs> yeah. Haney needed something. And we'll see how that all plays out, though, because, yeah, that's, that's always the key. Like, where do you go from here? But the story's there for them. And in the summer of boxing where we're continuously getting headlines, we might get the heavyweight Super show. Oh, right, this shit is pro it, wrestling yeah. in in Saudi. <laughs> I'm, you never, I'm not saying never to anything anymore. Well, no, that sports watch nope. is crazy. But yeah, like, and they got a ton of money down there, yeah, yeah. so they could go Joshua versus Wilder in the Cole main, and then Fury Usyk in the main event. That's and we're talking cool. like, well, this is the biggest fucking boxing match of the year. Uh, damn, near the this century because <laughs> you have the four best heavyweights fighting on the same card for like mm. 600 mil. <laughs> On, oh, the the money. Bro, in these I, just, I believe are when I phenomenal. see it. I, I will. I believe when I see it. It's smarter to split the card. They don't yeah. get the bag. Somebody getting that bag. They all get in that, yeah, bag. Yeah, all cool. getting that bag somehow. So it, it's going to be wild. Um, in the meantime, though, let's wrap this up because it's wrestling. We will come back later in the week. Wrestling. Shout out to Swerve for stopping in, chopping it up with us. Really appreciate that. In the meantime, thank you everyone for following us. Thank you, everyone here at Blue Eye Studios, Wynn Resort, in Las Vegas for chilling with us, making sure this show happened. We we're a little late. Construction was crazy. So thank crazy. you all. We appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow us on social media, at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram, at Corner Podcast on TikTok. Follow our YouTube, the Corner Podcast as well, flooding that with interviews all week long. We truly, truly appreciate you all. Later in the week, it's all pro wrestling. Hope you guys are hyped. Till next time, we're out. Peace.